This is the More Than Work podcast, where we talk all about how to gain more satisfaction in your job. It's possible to enjoy your life and your work, because business is personal. Hey, More Than Workers. It is us. We're back with you. And I say us. It's kind of an abbreviated group today with people-centric. This is Matt Griswold, normally your, your host and facilitator. I say normally. I'm going to do that again today. I'm not wearing a different hat, but... But uh, Noriel, your your facilitator of the conversation, Diana Royalty is also with us. Bethany Taff is with us. Uh, Mary is not with us. Don is not with us, but might be joining us soon. Today, we're going to talk about leadership and management. And I want we have to get to the same page first before we start. Okay, like we have to understand the same the same thing foundationally about leadership. And I'm going to start with a story, and this is a very common story. You know, I get the opportunity to go speak. To groups and I love here's a facilitator I don't know maybe it's a, a trick or tip or something but I love to be able to ask questions of a group and some people might refer to those questions as loaded questions where I am looking for I'm hoping they go a specific way and I kind of walk them into going a specific way and then it gets that like I got gotcha moment and then I can just make magic happen from that point and I had one of those experiences last week and Diana, Bethany, you don't know this story yet either, but I had the opportunity to speak to a group and uh, about leadership and influence for this very topic. And I, I started, this is my opening line of being able, after I was introduced, I, I kind of went to the forefront of the room. There's, I don't know, 40 people in the room. And my first question was, how many of you are leaders? And then you just stop and kind of look at them. Now, you guys weren't in the room, but I'm guessing, I, I want you to guess, like percentage-wise, what percentage of the room do you think raised their hand? I'm going to say like 30%. Bethany, yeah, what do you low, think? low. Yeah, I was going to say 25. I didn't actually do the math, but you know, it might've been 30. It was very, very low. So like the question is, how come only 25 to 30% raised their hand to that question of our, you know, how many of you are leaders? What do you think? Only because they aren't managers and don't have like a leadership title. That's what yeah. I'm going to guess. This is the, this is you know this is an organic conversation. I didn't prompt Diana and Bethany with those with those things, but man, we do this enough all over the place. We can ask that question, and that's a typical response. Typically, it's a smattering of hands, and also peer pressure is still a thing when you're adults because people look around the room and like other people start to raise their hand too. After some people have their hands up, and you know, typically, I ask how many people are leaders. They immediately go to org design, job title. Like, what do I have at my door? What's the thing on my door? What have I successfully achieved, right? Have I climbed that leader mountain to be able to call myself a leader? And some people in the room that don't raise their hands, I, I often wonder like what they're thinking. Like, are they thinking like, oh, man, I hope to climb that mountain one day. One day I hope to be called a leader myself. You know, they're, they're kind of waiting out for that moment that somebody taps them on the shoulder. And so I think for today, in order for us to have a fruitful conversation with this idea of leadership and management, we have to foundationally understand what we're talking about, the difference maybe between leadership and management. So if I were to ask all of you more than workers out there listening, just kind of think about those two terms, leadership and management. And I often ask, what's the difference? How would you define the difference? And Diana, Bethany, you can chime in here as well if you'd like to. But as I'm asking those, some of the common responses of groups of people, what's the difference between leadership and management? I often hear people say things like, well, management seems like the, the, the you know, like an authority figure or that person at the top that's dictating your moves, those types of things. Leaders, 
it, it almost seems more visionary. I hear visionary a lot with, with leaders, like I'm setting the path for you. Do you guys have others that maybe are common responses that you've heard? I was thinking with management, like they oversee my performance, which is yeah. true, you know? Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Oversee my performance. Yeah. Yeah. I think leaders are generally kind of people oriented and not so, so task oriented. I don't know. I get this, like maybe leaders want to influence, maybe leaders want to draw people in and then managers just want to like dictate. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where, you know, we're having this conversation we're in front of groups of people we're trying to build, we're, we're trying to build the same thing, but the audience doesn't know it yet. And somebody in the audience is going to say, yeah, but I've known a lot of managers who are not great leaders. And I'm like, yes, that's true, right? There's a difference between leader and manager. And some of the words that we might as people-centric use to be able to define these things, foundationally, it's important to understand leadership equals influence. As far as what we are referring to as leaders, because I've also had other people go to other consultants, so they've heard from uh, motivational speakers, and they always put leadership in this positive light right? It is, it is, if you are not leading positively, then you're not leading at all. And we at PeopleCentric would beg to differ. If, if leadership equals influence, you are influencing people on a daily basis. I got to work with a group today that I said, man, you all don't even know it yet. It was a lunchtime meeting, but you have impacted somebody today uh, on your team. They might not have even been your direct employee or your direct boss. Maybe you just work with them. They don't even, you might even know their last name, but you have influenced somebody and maybe a behavior of somebody today and we do not get the option with with leadership to be able to say no 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 no, don't watch me i'm not a leader you are still influencing people one way or another way leadership is always on and this is for everyone you do not have to achieve the title of leader so foundationally i want you to for the rest of the conversation to separate leadership and and the idea that leadership is only positive leadership can also be negative we don't have to share diana bethany we don't have to share names of negative leaders because this is what starts fights in groups of people right because some people are like no i love that person or they're like no i hate that person either way leadership is influencing one direction or another and that is a choice that's the accountability choice diana this is part of what you talk about quite a bit of, of people are often upset about the people or circumstances or the things that frustrate them around them, but they have no control over. This is one of those things that you do have control over is the ability to be able to influence somebody one way or another. Whereas huh. management, whereas management, Diane, I'll come back to you. I'm sorry. Whereas management, it, we're talking about authority. This is the, this is the hierarchy. This is the org design. Uh, you are the manager of that group. Guess what? You are no longer the manager of that group. You're the manager of that project. Now you are no longer the manager of that project. So it's authority can be turned on and off and it's very, very clearly defined. And it's funny, as I talk to groups, they, they almost say management like, and their nose starts to wrinkle because they're like, ah, managers like, I don't know, the authority, like they can, the punitive thing. Uh, not all managers um, have to be like that, but can we agree or would you all add anything to this idea of management versus leadership and leadership equals influence or what would you add? Well, I was going to say when we were talking about this in the beginning, we made the very, very uh, stark contrast of negative leadership being Hitler, right? He was a leader and he was influential across the world, but he did lead people in a pretty negative way, you know, like let's lead them to genocide and that's probably not okay. So, <laughs> so, you know, there was, there was, there is 
that concept of like leaders have to always be influential. But when I said leaders want to draw people in, you can absolutely draw people in in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Bethany? Yeah, I, I mean, I was thinking it's more obvious with somebody who has a title, like who has a higher level title. So, you know, Diana is the COO. So that's a higher level title. So she is a leader within our organization, but she has to choose every day. Like, how is she going to lead? That's true of all of us, right? We all have, like we're saying, we all have a level of influence within our organization, but like for her, as a leader in our organization, she's choosing every day, like, how does she want to use her influence on the team? Um, so it's more, it's more obvious, I think, with those titles, but true, yeah. true in an, any level. So and what, I love what you just said, too, like, she's choosing how she wants to use that leadership influence on how to manage people, which is a leadership skill. Yesterday, I taught, I got to do this for a group, and one of the people in the, in the room was like, eh, I'm not sold on the idea that leadership, you know, leaders can lead people negatively, because if they're leading people negatively, then they're not leaders. And I said, I think you're equating leadership with positivity and not influence. They're effective. They are very effectively leading those people down the wrong path. And then he said, and I I love it because he walked right into it. He said, yeah, but if they don't have the leadership skills to be able to lead, then they're not really a leader. And I said, I think it's funny you just used the word skills, like leadership skills, because again, you're implying leadership is only skilled and positive. You can be extremely negative as a leader and people will follow you. I don't want to encourage you to try it because I know it works. Oh, I, would say- I have done it. I have done it. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's true though. Like I have leadership skills. I'm, I'm well versed in what I know. I am influential in a lot of circles and I can easily lead people down a dark path if that's the path I want them to take. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, hopefully we're using those things for, for good. Right. Like, so foundationally, here's the thing, uh, leadership versus management. You can't not lead. You can't not lead. I've said it a thousand times. I don't tell my kids to get into school and be a leader. And then I drop them off in the morning. I say, get, lead them well, because they are about to lead somebody somewhere and they might not even know it. Right. So you can't not lead. So foundationally, if we understand that leadership equals influence, go ahead, Diana, what were you going to say? I think that, I think your kid's example is a really good example. I used to be a teacher and there were definitely class clowns that led the class a bad direction. Was it funny? Were they enjoying it? Sure. But was it the direction of like learning and engagement and, and all of that? No. So like those influential people can lead people the wrong direction. So I love that you tell your kids like, go lead them well. Yeah. And I, you know, Hey, I've been in the room with those parent teacher conferences with Caden, who's now my junior. And this has been the same conference since third grade, but they will say, we love Caden, but as Caden goes, so does the class. Yep. Which is true, which is exactly what we're saying, you know, and sometimes Caden is a little squirrely and likes to go this way. Caden, I need you to go this way because if you go this way, people are also going to go that way. Uh, and so, you know, and it wasn't like Caden was like, hop on board, boys, we're going this way, right? No, he didn't do that. But he was just kind of had that influence in the area. And the teacher recognized that was encouraging him to use that for, for good. Bethany, were you going to add something? Yeah, I was going to say, I think we also, we can see this within organizations a lot that whenever maybe a leader, a leader with the title yeah, right. <laughs> comes to us and says, my team is not performing well, or they're not high performing, or they're lazy, or, you know, whatever they want to say, 
honestly, a lot of the times we're going to go back and ask some questions about the leader or of the leader because they're the biggest influence on that team. That's right. It doesn't take very long for that team to start mimicking the words and the attitude of that leader. And you know what? You don't even have to be the manager of the group. If you are influential and you're just a team member, it does not take very long for the rest of the team to also start using the same words and the same vibe and the same attitude that 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 team member is also using. Diana? Yeah, I was an office manager back in the day, and I disagreed with the direction that my boss was taking something. And I didn't just influence my team. I absolutely did influence them. I was like, this is dumb. We shouldn't do that. But my voice also influenced other teams, people that I didn't directly manage. So I was actually leading them the opposite direction of the company, which is never good. (laughs) Just what we would refer to maybe as toxic. Yeah, absolutely. In the right way, but you're influencing people, rallying people against the objectives or the direction of the company. So you know, we're building this case as we are joined by Don Harkey here. We're building this case for leadership versus management, Don. And, uh, you know, the idea we had to foundationally, before we really kind of start to throw some scenarios out there of how to use this influence, we had to first foundationally understand that we are equating leadership with influence and also foundationally that leadership is not always positive. You can be extremely negative and still be a leader. Don, I think you were in the room with me yesterday, or maybe you were not quite in the room when somebody had pushed back and said, I think if somebody's leading them negatively, they're not actually being a leader. And I said, you're still equating leadership to positivity. It's not always positive. And so we're building this case for leadership and influence. Don? I think it's a really powerful concept. I know it's not the traditional way to look at leadership, but it's a very useful way to look at it because as you've already talked about, I mean, we're always influencing each other. And if you recognize you're always leading, it makes you think about, well, how do you want to lead? Right. How do I want to lead then? So I have this influence. You're saying I have this influence and then it's up to me to, to decide how I want to use this influence. And so here's the first kind of questions that we want to run, run through or at least pose to you all and feel free to, to chime in uh, as well. But you know, so understanding, okay, so what do you do? If you answer these questions internally, more than workers, as you're listening to this, I want you to answer these questions kind of internally here and think about this. So what do you do? And most likely, whenever I ask that question, you automatically thought of job title, role, what is my, what is my job or role within the organization, or within the company that I work with? So what, what do you do? But then the next question might in, cause you to need to internalize just a little bit more. In what ways do you influence? And this is a tough one. And in what ways do I influence and how do I show up? These are tough to answer because sometimes you might not like like the answer. Also, I don't know. Let let me hear from you all. It's not really super effective to answer that question only by yourself, right? How do I find out? Like, how do I understand maybe more appropriately how I influence people or how I'm showing up? What are some ideas that we might have there to be able to give people to help identify that? I was going to say that I am one of the Springfield Business Journal's most influential women. And you have to think about these things when you're applying for that honor to be, to be recognized as that. And one of the questions was, what way do you influence people? And I actually went around and said, have I influenced you? And how did I do that? And the funny thing was, it was moments when I didn't even know I was doing that. It's because people yeah. were always watching and always listening. And sometimes I, I learned that I influenced people when I really was not trying to and had no idea that that was happening. And so it really took me to think about how, 
what am I saying? In what moments am I saying them? And am I leading people the direction I want to lead them, whether or not I'm trying to do that or not? Like everything I say is being watched. People are listening. So if that's the case, how do I choose which direction to go? And how am I intentional about that? That's, that's the daunting part of the question, right? So how do you influence people? You're probably going to share the things that you're consciously aware of, but you, there's a whole other realm to that of those things that you are not aware of at all. Don shares a great story from his engineering days about how he's not the one that got caught by the safety inspector, but jumping from platform to platform just to save time so you didn't have to run back down the steps, Don, and then run back up the steps. You were saving time as you were doing those inspections. I'm probably butchering the story. But the safety inspector saw somebody else doing it. And then they go, whoa, 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 that's a violation. You can't do it. Where did you learn to do that? And they're like, Don, Don, I saw Don do it. And you weren't, you weren't, that wasn't, you did not hold a meeting, right? To sh- say, watch, watch everybody. Watch as I jump from platform to platform to save time. Yeah. In fact, it was pretty horrifying to hear that, you know, when that came back around to me, when my boss said, Hey, I just about fired a contractor for jumping from platform to platform. And he said, where'd you learn that? And he said, Don, Don Harkey taught me that not deliberately, but just by watching him do that. Yeah. hundred percent. I mean, we're, we're, it's kind of a scary, unnerving thing to think about that, that people are always watching you and that you always can be influencing them. We were, we were sitting in the office one day and this was years ago and somebody came and uh, knocked on the door and they came into the front and they were trying to sell something. And I was just, it was just, but they caught me on a bad day. And I, and they, they were asking, I think they were trying, I think they started talking with Bethany or Diana, maybe it was really talking with you, Diana, you're laughing. You remember this story, right? I remember this story. Yeah. It, they were trying to sell us insurance. I think. I think and it was, it, yeah. They, they started talking to me. Yes. It, because I was, I was working with them at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, I was just listening to the conversation a little bit and I was frustrated because they were having the conversation. We didn't have health insurance at that point. So we wanted to like, we were excited about maybe bringing this to the team and like, here's what we're going to have and all this kind of stuff. And I was just questioning the judgment of this person who came into our very open office with all of our employees sitting here and saying, how much money did you want to spend on the health insurance? And here's the options and all that, all that stuff. And I don't remember exactly what I did. It was kind of a fog, but I remember I got up and very calmly, no, I probably didn't. You were I, calm. You were calm. Was I calm? But I walked yeah. her outside. Mm-hmm. And I think I walked her outside in the I said, okay, so can, you, can we go for a walk for a second? And we walked outside. And when we got outside of the office, I said, anybody that has a lack of judgment for talking about employee benefits in front of a whole bunch of employees when we haven't even decided whether we're going to do that or not is somebody that I, we don't need to work with. And I'm done with you. Wow. That, that is how I heard it went down. You, that's accurate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With you. If anybody yeah. needs consulting, I think this is a good plug for us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will be done with you too soon. So that's it. So if you want me to be done with you. So, I mean, it, it was, it caught me at a bad day and a bad time. And just, you know, there's a lot, there's, I was in my own head on that story, but the, the punchline of that is like five years later, this woman comes up to me at an event and says, do you remember me? And I said, no, I don't. And she's like, well, I sure remember you. And she talked about how like devastated she was and how it really shook her confidence and going into other businesses and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, well, that's not exactly what I've been shooting for. Like, that's not what we try to do at People's Center. Like, <laughs> so come by and visit us. We'll crush your spirits too. Um, you probably, probably walk back into the office and you're like, okay, who wants lunch? And totally turn the page. And just kept oh. going realizing 
I mean, I had forgot, I almost forgot about the situation. So she described to me what happened. I vaguely remembered it. You know, it, it just, it's, so we make mistakes like that. Right. So, I mean, I get, I give myself a little bit of grace on that. It's like, a, it's a bad day. I don't think I, I don't think I yelled or anything. I was calm, but I was a little, I was not a little bit upset. I was upset and, but I didn't realize like how much impact that has on everybody. So yeah, we're always influencing each other. Diana. Yeah. I remember one time my very good friend now, but when she told the story of how I met her and how I made her feel when I met her, it was not good. She was like, yeah, you kind of ignored me. You didn't really want to say much to me. You were kind of cold, which sounds exactly like me, honestly. But when she said that, I was like, oh man, I didn't want to come off that way. And, And I love this person and I've always admired her and she's been a good friend for a long time. But the fact that she had to overcome that to become my friend and she had to overlook that to become my friend is not something that I want to continue, right? So I had to start thinking about, oh man, people really are watching all the time and they really do remember how you make them feel in any given moment. Bethany, I would imagine that this is probably part of your, you know, has has an element anyway of part of the coaching experience that somebody might have too. Like all of these experiences, Don just mentioned, Diana mentioned, other people brought that reality to them. Like how often does that play a part in maybe your role, helping people identify, you know, how to get unstuck or be better? Yeah, it's, I, I would say it definitely comes up a lot. And I was thinking that was one of the things that one of the examples I wrote down, which I won't tell you any, any names or, or companies, but, you know, one, one in particular that I think of, and this person just didn't know, they had no idea how they were showing up, <laughs> but it was not good to, you know, to the point where it's like, well, we don't know if this person can stay on our team anymore. Right. And that comes up a lot too. And so it's, it's really just, yeah, needing that needing to have somebody, whether that's within your company, hopefully it's somebody within your company who can stop you and say like your boss can have that conversation with you and say, Hey, I don't know if you're aware, but things aren't good. This is what I keep seeing. And this is how your, your attitude, you know, your behavior is in this meeting and it's not good. And this is how it's impacting the rest of the team and so on. So it definitely comes up. And I think once somebody, usually when somebody's made aware of it, then it's like, kind of like Don was saying, or Diana was saying is when somebody brings it up to you, then it's like, Oh I, gosh, I, I had no idea. Or you have that kind of realization too, of like, yeah, I know I'm trying to send a really clear message because I'm misaligned with, you know, whatever it is, but either way it helps you, it helps you determine like, okay, what direction do we need to go here? I don't know if that answered your question, Matt. I think that's, I think that's perfect. I think the, I think, you know, if the two questions were in what ways do you influence people and how do you show up? Sometimes it's hard to see on your own. Sometimes it does take somebody else, maybe bringing that to your attention. Sometimes you have to throw yourself out there and ask the question. Also, you know, to, to try to give some feedback, kind of like Diana, or, or get feedback, kind of like Diana was just just talking about there. I did add this. Is the, I'm sorry, Bethany, go ahead. Well, I was going to add to that too. I think whenever that conversation is had, what's really good about it is being able to identify like what's causing that because sometimes it's sometimes it's something happening at work and maybe sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's something that's happening outside of work. There are life situations that are going on that 
cause people to show up really negatively at work. And they don't, they don't intend that, that to flow into their work life at all, but it's there. And so having somebody who can talk through that with you allows you to be like, okay, I need to, I, I need to understand that that's showing up in how I come to work and how I'm interacting with people. Um, and I need to kind of either create a separation or I need to be honest with people and say like, hey, this is what's going on. This is why I'm showing up this way. Not my intention. Please, please talk me through this if I if I start to like flow into that other area. I love it. And, and you know, this is where we used to kind of stop the thought process there, stop the conversation of this presentation as we were talking to people. But I did add another question here to the PowerPoint if I were giving this to a group. But I want to add it to our conversation as well, because we just talked about, OK, so here's some ideas or here's some tips how I can understand how I'm influencing people. How do I show up? Now I gain that understanding. Step two is saying, asking yourself, do you care? Do you care about any of those things, right? Do I care to change what that perception might be? Do I care to change that, that thing about me? And maybe let's build the case of why somebody should care about the influence that they are portraying, because we probably know the other side of that, right? I don't care, whatever, I've made it this far in life. Why do I need to change? How come they can't change? You know, and, and, and sometimes it's hard to be able to create change if they do not come to the realization of, yes, I do care. How do I, how do I kind of get out of that? So let's talk about maybe what that looks like. So do I, do I care? Yes, I want to, I want to create that change. Uh, why is it important that I, that I want to create that change? Why should I care about how I influence people? There's two sides of the equation on every relationship, right? And you only control one side of it. Yeah. But we've talked about how you influence the other side. You influence the other side by what you do. So if you are always thinking about the other side of that, the side that you can't influence and what they're doing wrong, it's really a powerless situation for yourself. Yeah, you, you can't help somebody. I heard uh, Bethany work with a coaching client fairly recently about having bad, they had somebody else in the office, I think was had a bad relationship with them. And her advice to that person was to be extra friendly to that person. And I think it threw them off, right, Bethany, of like, well, you want me to be extra nice to the person who's being not nice to me? Wait, people aren't being, people are not asking me to lunch. Okay, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Yeah. What are you doing wrong? What could you do better? Because that's the thing you have control over. And if you recognize that if you treat people differently, then they might treat you back differently. That suddenly that's, that's very empowering. Yeah. It's, and, and it's kind of the same philosophy of, of, you know, taking the high people are like, why do I always have to be the one to take the high road? It's not, it's not the idea of just taking the high roads. There's another motive here at play, right? There's a relationship or there's a partnership, but there's a better work life balance. There's a better work experience there that you're having with these people. If you can manage those relationships and, and figure out how to influence people in a more positive way. Diana. Yeah. I think what Don was saying is one of my favorite concepts and something that I say a lot. And that is the, like, you can only change you. And if you want to change how somebody interacts with you, you have to change how you interact and react with them. That's the only way that's going to change. And it might not change, but you have to change what you're doing to see if it influences how other people behave, yeah. but you can't change other people. Right. Gosh, I want to sometimes though. 
I think that's, I think it's normal. If I had a superpower to change other people, it would be amazing. <laughs> it's not going to work. And it's just going to create a lot of stress and anxiety and frustration for you as an individual. The longer we, we keep, uh, you know, keep, keep hoping that we could do that. You know, from this conversation here, it sounds like we have a good foundation of uh, leadership equals influence. I understand now I do influence people. I can lead people negatively. I can lead people positively. The next part or maybe something to think about, and, and this is going to be different. I know that we have different listeners from different types of organizations, different parts of the country. Like your, your, your life is different. We don't claim to understand everybody's unique, specific scenario. But I think it's a decent activity for you all to kind of think about some of those scenarios. And I'll give you a couple of common ones just so you can kind of brainstorm this. We don't have to dive deep into this, but I'm just going to throw a couple of these out. So understanding if leadership equals influence, I do have the power to be able to influence people. I don't even have to be the manager of them to influence them. What if I, you know, if some work scenarios were like this, what if I feel like the supervisor promoted the wrong person? What if I felt like I was actually the right person, but I didn't get picked to do it? You know, somebody else got promoted instead of me. How do you use your influence in a positive way, if that's the scenario, or how do you use your influence in a negative way? And I think just very, very high level, and you guys can play this game too, but I think very, very high level in a negative way, I can just continue to talk to my other, my teammates around me and say, oh my gosh, can you believe that? Do you think they're better than I would have been for that role? Like I thought I should have been in that role. Have you seen how many times they screw up? Just watch, like everybody, we're all going downhill right now. And we like to think that we're, you know, we're just venting or they're my sounding board. I was frustrated, but you're tremendously influencing not only the team, but the success of that person that is now trying to be in that role as well. And ultimately the loser of that situation is going to be you. It's going to be you. You are running a toxic side there too. Don, what are you going to add? Yeah, this, it's funny. This is, it's funny. I don't know. It's not funny. This happened to a friend of mine fairly recently and we were talking through this, you know, and, and. I let him kind of talk through the, the scenarios. I'm like, well, what do you feel like doing? I kind of get, let him do that. Like, because we have, there's a natural response to that. And the natural response is to do what you talked about is to vent. I want to vent this pressure that I feel. And I want to tell other people. He also thought about going to his boss and saying like, you made the wrong choice. And I'm going to let you know that you made the wrong choice. Like, here's what I'm going to tell you. And, and we just talked through those scenarios and said, okay, if you do that, how are you influencing your boss? What do you think their boss is going to respond to? What we landed on to do, and this is what he did, and it worked really, really well for him, was he actually, he ended up going to his boss who had promoted somebody else around him that he thought he should have got the promotion and promoted somebody else. He went to his boss and he said, this new person is starting. And his boss knew that, by the way, he was going to be upset. It was, it was obvious that he kind of got jumped over, but he went to his boss and he sat down. He says, I just want you to know that you still have hundred percent of my support. And I would like to know from you, what can I do to support this other person from your perspective in their position? Yeah. Love that. Yeah. I was, I was just in a group of department heads a little bit ago going through this same scenario. And we talked about how would you demonstrate your influence positively? And one of the department heads said they could schedule a meeting with their supervisor and maybe talk about here, here's some of my concerns. However, what can I do to help? Like, I get it. I'm not, my goal is not to change your mind. Uh, I did have concerns. This is why, but I'm also a part of the solution here too. I think your approach, this is a whole other podcast, but I think your approach and voice tone is probably going to be important in that meeting um, as well. But just, you know, being able to take that road and say, listen, I don't, I don't agree with all the things, but I don't necessarily have to agree with all the things either. Like I'm here to help. What can I do? Diana, were you going to add to that or was there something different? You were yeah, I was recently coaching someone and 
they sort of had a negative attitude in this sort of negative paradigm written in their own heads. And I said, in any situation you walk into, can you ask yourself, are you setting up this for success or are you waiting for it to fail? And if you're waiting for it to fail, can you change your mindset to be waiting for it to succeed or setting it up for success? And she said it really helped her when she was going into stuff thinking, am I just waiting for this to fail or can I make this succeed? And I think a lot of that has to do with influence. And if you're going in and influencing and saying, I'm just waiting for this to fail, or if you're going in and influencing and saying, I'm setting this up for success, you're going to get two totally different outcomes. Yeah. 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 The other way of saying that is if you're going to sabotage it, go in with eyes open. Like if you're trying to burn it down, at least know (laughs) that you're trying to burn it down. Don't burn it down accidentally. Right. I mean, that's the, that's kind of the other side of that is be aware that because you have the influences, if you choose not to go that positive direction, you are choosing not to, you are choosing to go the negative direction. I like it. You know, the the next one we'll just touch on briefly. I want to go through two more and then we can uh, kind of lead to wrap up there. I think we're getting the point of leadership and influence and how do I show up and how do I influence people? But, you know, this, this next one is talking about like, so what if I'm a manager of a, of a, of a department there, I've created a budget. We've identified some things that we need. I present the budget. I need this thing. And then leadership says, no, we, we, we don't do it for whatever reason that the item that we needed did not get approved. Um, and I think this is timely because there was, again, a couple of department heads and somebody, one of the department heads raised their hand that I was in front of. And they said, well, I just try to always take it with a grain of salt and understand like that's that that decision is out of my hands. I did the research. I presented it. They said no, you know, and I just keep going to work and then we'll try it again next time, you know. And another department head in the room says, yeah, but that never happens to you. You always get approved. In fact, they just upgrade yours is what they said. And everybody kind of laughed and, and, you know, ha, ha, ha. And I stopped the meeting. And this was kind of a powerful moment because I stopped the meeting and I said, uh, you know, what we're doing right now, like what you're saying right now, I understand we're in, in a group of another of other department heads and things like that. But what you're doing right now is exactly what we're talking about, because you'll take that across the street or back to your department and you'll say the same things in front of your group. And that group will start to walk with the same mindset. And then pretty soon you're creating this division and the room got quiet. But I think it's important to call those things out as you see them. Because again, that was not his motivation by saying that, but that's exactly what we're we're talking about. Like, how do I go back and then talk to the team? Like, what influence am I displaying as I go back and I talk to the team? So anyway, so would you add anything to that or are you ready to lead towards wrap up here? I think that's a great story. I like that a lot. That, that highlights the influence that you choose to have and how it impacts others. So good. Here's, here's the kicker. We'll go back around and let everybody give one tip here on leadership influence. How am I using my influence? How would you coach somebody maybe to identify that? And then we'll lead to wrap up. So Don, would you like to give us one first? Yeah. I just like the idea that leadership's neither good nor bad. I think that's a powerful concept. That's very useful for everybody. It's leadership is influence. You can influence people well, or you can influence them badly. Yeah, I agree. Thanks, Bethany. For employees, I think that it's, again, remember that you can, you're influencing even at, even in your position, um, not just your coworkers, but even your manager and your leaders that are above you. I think you very much influence them as well. So I think be mindful of that too. Love it. Thanks. Diana. I would encourage everyone to go and ask people that they trust the times that they have seen them show up really well and the times that they have seen them show up not as well and just get the feedback. So, you know, 
I think the that knowledge will help you hone your influence into whatever direction you want it to be. Thanks. I, I would leave with this. I know both of the scenarios that we kind of queued up there had a, had a little bit of a negative connotation. Something didn't go your way or go well. How do you respond to that? I think there's an opposite side to that too. An opposite side that says, okay, so what if I'm a leader of a, of a, of a team and you know what, we're really successful. How do I demonstrate my influence positively to ensure that we stay successful? I can't just climb the mountain and then rest on my laurels, right? Like the goal is, man, how do I continue to motivate them? How do I continue to influence them positively to, to want to achieve the next mountain? Uh, maybe that's in front of them. Uh, in front of them. So anyway, lots of good uh, self-reflection and lots of good uh, questions to be able to ask yourself. Understand leadership versus management and leadership equals influence, and it's it's neither can be good or bad. It's not always positive. Diana, any other topics though that people might have or questions that they might have? How do they get a hold of us? Yeah, you can email us at more than work at peopleccg.com, or you can find us on any of the social media platforms. And we love hearing from you guys. So feel free to reach out, ask questions. We don't have to put it on the podcast. We will talk to you directly if you're trying to work out your own stuff. Um, but yeah, just send us thoughts, ideas, topics you want us to discuss. And we are always happy to talk to you guys. Yeah. We're also recently on TikTok too, right? So yeah. you know what I would say? Find us on TikTok, like us on TikTok. We're just kind of stretching our legs to get out mm -hmm. there. But if you have some little it's a cool platform. If you have some cool videos or some ideas for videos or feedback that you might have for us, let us know. Uh, we're happy to jump on TikTok and do some cool informational but fun videos at the same time. So wow. hope you enjoyed uh, this podcast and more than workers, we will see you soon. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the More Than Work podcast. Join us next time. And in the meantime, lead well.